Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode, basically it had everybody. Yeah, yeah. So listen, um, so Ryan Johnson was on a red carpet just recently, like um, you know these awards, <laughs> these awards things going on. Whether it was you got a good voice, you know, teacher, you, you brought the soul to I that. I did, man. I had to <laughs> dig deep for that you one. Brought the, you brought the soul, shit. <laughs> upon the flesh for too long you have been telling jokes that nobody wants to hear now you will be the butt of the joke in 60 seconds this poison running through your veins will cause paralysis but you have got salvation you must tell a joke and hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the flicksters ladies and gentlemen we're bringing you episode number 81 and yes we're back we're bringing you movie news we're bringing you film reviews we're bringing you some anniversary corner movies and also if we've got time we are going to be bringing you a hidden gem so yes please do not adjust your headphones enjoy the show and don't forget to like and subscribe to us okay yes, don't forget Devaldo. Yes, Mr. So, Amar, how you doing? Yes, I'm all right. I'm doing all right. Listen, you know what? Um, I think a bit of the 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 England rain has come over to Australia because it's been pissing down oh. for the last two or three days, and I heard it's chucking it down over there as well. Yeah, we had a couple of storms. So we had a storm last weekend, and a storm this weekend is going to be hitting us hard. So mm. yeah, stormy weather's ahead. Stormy times ahead. Stormy but in amongst those storms, you can make sure that you are, you know, batting down the hatches and rest inside your house listening to the Flicksters. We will keep you safe in all kinds of weather. Oh, yes. Okay, talking about hard. Um, I know you like it hard, Devaldo. Um, <laughs> so listen, let's, 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 who are we shouting out this week? This week, we are shouting out Gear Day of Death or Good Day of Dead. Yeah, Good Day of Dead. Good Day of Dead, yeah. That's That's interesting. But uh, Instagram, yes. So I thought this deserved a shout out. Uh, Good Day of Death originally uh, liked one of our Instagram posts, as as you do. Uh, And then obviously we uh, returned the favour and liked a few of Good Day of Dead. Uh, Instagram post, but <laughs> Good Day of Death is a Greeting, serious yeah. cat. Yeah. So basically, I thought, you know what, let's shout this person out because literally they then went on to like every single one of our posts. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. So it looks like, no, we've opened up the, <laughs> the floodgates. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I hope. I hope Good Day of Dead, what a name, Good Day of Dead or Good Day of Dead is listening to the show. Uh, let us know if you're listening and we'll shout you out next week. But yeah, Good Day of Dead is a, uh, like a, I guess, a person who likes to post on Instagram, uh, likes to go to Comic-Con, loves comic books, loves horror films, loves all that kind of stuff. Uh, the sort of stuff we like, actually. So yeah, uh, welcome on board. Exactly. And I think we, uh, I think it's uh, Gui Day of Dead is uh, is from Brazil. I mean, I'm, I'm getting... Yeah, I think so. I'm looking yeah. at, I'm, I think from Brazil. So uh, yeah, so... Uh, Ooh, to the bane, to the bane. Hope cool in Brazil. To the bane, to the bane. Ooh. And what's your line? Remember your line from um, Fast and Furious? This is Brazil. 
<laughs> I love it. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, so keep listening, folks. And remember, you could be our next shout out. I mean, listen, that's some fantastic stuff, right? To be shouted out on, on the Flixers, Devaldo, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, I mean, pff, come on, guys, jump on board. We were, if, you, if you've got a business, if you've got uh, something that you want to shout out about, let us know. We will shout you out. All our thousands of listeners all across the world. Exactamundo. All right. Okay. Now, Devado, now would be a good time for us to get into movie news because there's a couple of things that I'm interested or I'm eager to speak about. And the first thing is this, right? Okay. So a couple of days ago, this came up on my one of my news feeds about, check this out, Sony announcing a new Marvel movie for 2021. So check this out. So um, folks, you probably remember all this stuff that went on. So um, Spider-Man uh, Far From Home came out and after that movie was released, you know, it was the first movie after uh, Avengers Endgame. And so it deals with kind of the aftermath of Tony Stark dying, et cetera, et cetera. And it puts um, um, Peter Parker in some peril. And, um, you know, we get to learn some other new stuff, right? So go away and watch that movie. And then after that, Devado, do you remember this? There was this whole thing about, oh my God, is the deal going to happen? It's not going to happen. And then Sony said yeah. no, Marvel said no. And then, yeah. you know what? It, was, it could have been a whole publicity stunt, who knows? But... You know what? Um, the greater good prevailed. They got back together again. You know, they shook hands and they said, OK, look, you know what? We're going to team up for another Spider-Man movie and possibly Peter Parker will turn up in like, you know, an Avengers type of a movie where, you know, there's more than, you know, one character in there. So check this out. So according to the grapevine. Sony are pushing for another Spider-Man movie. So let's check this out. Uh, let me just quickly just make sure I get this all right. So we've got Morbius. That's going to be coming out this year. That's correct. We've got, yeah. So Venom we've got uh, Venom 2 coming mm. out. And uh, Sony's web continues to grow. Untitled Sony Marvel pick now set for October the 8th, 2021. Now, yeah. my my thing is this. Is, could this just be um, him, Peter Parker, turning up in like one of these team-up movies, or could this be a standalone Spider-Man movie? That's a good question. I mean, there's so many different possibilities. I mean, they go off like branches in the road, mm -hmm. left, right, forward, center, backwards. You could go anywhere with this. But from what the sort of murmurs are saying is that it could be a Craven Hunter, uh, mm -hmm. sort of could be a whole new film of that. It could be uh, just, yeah, I mean, it could be uh, another character, of the Spider-Man world. I mean, there were talk. There was talk of a, of a uh, sort of a, like Sinister Six sort of you know spin-off. So maybe we could be right. seeing a film of uh, you know, one of those characters being the lead. Could be a female version of uh, uh, Peter Parker. You know, it could be Spider Gwen. It could be Spider Gwen. Yeah, it could be anything. But my only worry is it's so soon because literally that's <laughs> next year October, which means filming has to start happening you know, literally within the next four months or so. Right, you know, right. so I gotcha. it could be anything. But yeah, my money's on something more Craven-like, you know, because he's quite high in the predictions and he will tie in with the whole Sinister Six and stuff like that. And from the looks of it, you know, an October release, uh, Venom uh, 1, done quite well. Venom 2 is yes. coming out this year, October. And there's an anti-heroes and Craven the, Hunter, Craven the Hunter could be an anti-hero. Right, so okay. it could be someone like him, I think, you know, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. Watch this space folks. Okay. Now keeping it with the MCU, let's speak about Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel was, it was, 
it was an interesting movie. I'm not going to lie to you. I won't say yet. It's not in my top 10, basically, of Marvel movies. Mm, and yeah. um, But it was a good introduction to the Captain Marvel character. But she's going to be back. We know that's definitely going to be happening. But... Could we seeing some X-Men in a Captain Marvel movie, Deval? Yes, not could. It's all about when. When mm. and who. So we all know that Fox has been brought up by, by Disney. So the, the crossover is going to happen. Kevin Feige mentioned that in uh, Comic-Con 2019. Right. And he's reiterated it going forward that the X-Men are going to you know be involved. Fantastic Four are going to be involved. These things will happen. So we saw the demise of <laughs> the X-Men, I'll, I'll say, with uh, yeah. Dark Phoenix. That was, re- that was like, no, that was not good. And uh, those characters, those those actors, some of them are going to maybe continue. Maybe some won't. They may get a really sure. fresh revamp. But, 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 there is talk of introducing one or two characters, like a trickle, you know? Maybe right. Eternals may, I think Eternals may open the, the concept of mutants within yes. the MCU. And then after that, I think they might, they might trickle these people and these people would be there. They were always there, but we didn't know they were mutants. Maybe who knows, but long story short that they are, there, there is talk of rogue being introduced in Captain Marvel. Yeah. Right. And th- that is a massive statement. You know why? That's a massive, massive statement. I know you, Omar, I know you watched the the nineties X Men cartoon. Um, yes. And I what, love you, it. You tell me, what was Rogue like in the cartoons? Oh man, she was she listen, I'm telling you one thing. This is why in the film versions yes. it was always like um it was like, hang on a second, like Rogue, she's this amazing powers, she's like she's funny. There's so much shit going behind Rogue and they kind mm-hmm. of touched on a bit of that, but we we didn't get to see basically Rogue. It was, a, it, was a, it was like a pussy version of Rogue, isn't it? Yeah, Rogue is exactly. no pussy. Rogue, so I had a crush on Rogue anyway. Rogue, I fancied her. If, uh, I, yeah. if, I could, if I could bring a cartoon to life, it would be Rogue. But uh, I don't know if you remember in the cartoons and in the comics as well, Rogue actually always was supposed to be a character that, that had yeah. powers of, you know, she could absorb your powers. That's her only power, absorption. Mm. Yeah. In the comics and cartoons, the reason why she was so powerful was because there was a there was a moment when she came against Captain Marvel, mm. Carol Danvers, or in, in yes. then it was Miss Marvel, and right. there was an incident where remember if Rogue sucks your powers for too long, they can have she, they can have permanent effects. Yeah. So she sucked uh, the then Captain Marvel's powers for too long, powers. and yeah. she 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 took her powers permanently, and she left Carol Danvers in a coma. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's the reason why Rogue is so powerful. She can fly. She's got all those powers because she took them from Captain Marvel. So if they're going to introduce Rogue into into Captain Marvel, that's big because we could then see that situation happen in the movies, yeah. and then we could see the yeah. real Rogue be born. Oh, I like how they can play with kind of these characters and slow, like you mm-hmm. said, slowly, slowly yeah. start showing yeah. snippets of them. Exactly. And before you know it, boom, we've got yeah. X-Men versus Avengers. <laughs> exactly. 10 years time. But Rogue is a really powerful, she's a Southern belle. She doesn't mess around. You know, she's, she, she fights first and asks questions later. It'd be good to see. Yeah. Uh, we get many male characters like that, but it'd be good to see a female character who's genuinely sure. like that who's, you know, all the, ticks all the boxes and has the punch to back it up. Yeah, exactly. And secondly, we also may see Storm introduced in the MCU and she may come through the door 
of Black Panther. Oh, interesting. Keep talking. That is very, very big because Storm is a well-loved character in the comics yeah. and cartoons. She's one of those characters that are, she, she's almost like the the leader. So she's never really allowed to be too raw and too hardcore, you know? Sure. But in the comics, uh, more sort of recently, Storm and Black Panther are married. Oh, yeah. So it'd be very interesting if Storm is introduced into the MCU and somehow, you know, crosses paths with Black Panther. Because yeah, they hook may, up. Exactly. Because Storm is a big character. She's almost, I think, Omega level in some cases because she can she can control the elements. And when mm-hmm. she loses her rage or when she loses her, her control, she's able to control things on a worldwide scale, you know? Uh, she does have weaknesses. She has uh, claustrophobia. So that's something that right. she's, she's got to deal with. And when enemies know that, they're able to use that against her. But I mean, come on, Black Panther and Storm sitting on a throne. Can you imagine that? Oh, man. Can you imagine, imagine that? that? Uh, the Queen. And we, oh. I know. And listen, we, I mean, we saw Storm, like, I, I mean, I've got to say it was, it was lame, man. Kind of Halle Berry. She played Storm mm. in, um, in X-Men and, you know, they didn't. They, she she kind of took a back seat, right? I always found like as if Storm yeah. was like a yeah, like a back seat driver. Yeah, she was a bit, and uh, it's a shame because she she's really powerful. And the way they depicted her in the movies, I mean, Haley Berry's a good actress. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think she got yeah. the material, and she didn't get the the sort of I guess the the free reigns to no pun intended to 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 do to deliver the character. Uh, so yeah. yeah, I think if if obviously now if it's done now, then it's done with a lot more. Uh, experience and a lot more understanding of who the character is and how to really fully, sure. you know, depict her. So I'm looking forward to, even if it's uh, Alexander The same Ship, one. Yeah, the one, the, the one in, who played in um, Apocalypse. In Apocalypse. And yeah, I like her. So if, if it is her, then she needs to come out and really own it. But, you know, we'll have to wait and see. Maybe Zazie Beats will do it. <laughs> Ooh, that, <laughs> that's Domino. a good shout. Yeah, she's yeah, good, well, but yeah, then she's exactly. Domino, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, but mm. you know what? It's happened before. You know it what? Has, playing different it has, characters. It has. All right. Yeah. Okay. Now let's speak about uh let's, let's speak about this brilliant actress. She's British born. Uh she's been in so many things, like from Doctor Who to mm-hmm. working with Tom Hanks and working on these big she's in this the, the person I'm speaking about is is called Gugu Mabatha Raw. And mm-hmm. she's been in um she's supposed to be in this uh in this movie set in New York, directed by Edward Norton, and yeah. she's supposed to be really, really good in this one. I want to check that out. Yeah. But tell us about Gugu. Well, what's, what's she up to? Well, it was Valentine's last night. So obviously we spent uh, the night together. <laughs> uh, she loves uh, seafood. I'm allergic to it, but she loves it. So I make sure you know, she gets what she wants. Uh, we both like yeah. ice cream. So our dessert was, you know, a nice Bagan dessert does. with some yeah. ice cream. Exactly. But, you know, I really look, I, I look after her. I really, I really got strong feelings for her. We've been together for a while. So, but yeah, no, she is like... She's she's great. She was in also Belle. That's that's the first time I saw her in Belle, like yeah, a, peri- Belle. a period drama. Uh, she was also in Cloverfield. Uh, what was the new one called again? Oh, the exper- um, the, the Cloverfield recent- exp- uh, the Paradox. Paradox. That's it. Yeah, she was in that as well. She's been in a few things. I think she is really blowing up. She's another one that could play Storm easily, yes. easily, easily, easily. But yeah, she's a really great actress, like you said. But yeah, there's word that no, no, no. Hold on, there isn't word. It's confirmed. Mm. that she will uh, join the Loki cast. So Ooh. it looks like she can't play Storm. Or maybe she might be Storm in Loki. Oh, hold on. Hold on Who a second. Who knows? Maybe she might be Storm. Oh, shit. 
that just dawned on me. Maybe she uh, might be Storm because who knows what uh, character she's going to play. Well, exactly. Yeah. We don't know. But yeah, she's going to be in Loki, so that's going to start filming. I think it's filming already, actually. But yeah, that's going to be good. So I'd love to see her in the MCU. She's a great actress. She's she's gorgeous. She should be she should be called gorgeous gorgeous Mbafa Raw. <laughs> that is actually great listen um we will obviously get in touch with her people our people will get in touch with her people we'll pass on the message and i could get um, in touch with her i already told you me and her are sorry don't go around the houses go through me i can i'll text her did did, did gugu (laughs) mention that owen wilson's has been cast in uh, loki as well she did mention something about a guy, but anytime she mentions that, I get a bit insecure. I just kind of zone out. So she mentioned something about some Owen. And I was like, who? That, that wonky nose guy. That's all wonky right. nose guy, yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, that's really great. You know how he speaks? Um, yeah. yeah. So oh, this is great. Listen, look, this is great news. Listen, whatever I'm hearing about Loki, you know, it sounds great. You know, Tom Hiddleston working out. I'm mm-hmm. sure it's going to be something really good and it's going yeah. to propel Loki on some new adventure and it'll be great just to see um, what the ex-prince of Asgard... Well, actually, no, he's not Asgardian though, is he? He's not really Asgardian. Uh, well, no, he, I guess like, DNA-wise, he's from uh, Niffel, not he's, Niffelheim. I remember the ice, uh, the snow giant Jod- place. Jodenheim, Jodenheim. that's it. But yeah, he, he is of Asgard because he's been initiated of mm. Asgard. So... He is of Asgard. Yeah, still. He is of Asgard. Mm. All right. Okay. Now let's speak about knives. Sharpen those knives, folks, once again, because Ryan Johnson, director of Knives Out, this huge, um, yeah, I mean, it, it did really, really well, uh, starring Daniel Craig, starring, um, uh, come and throw me some other names, uh, oh, Anna Chris Evans. Adamas. Chris Adamas. It had uh, an Annette, not Annette, uh, Colette, Colette, what's her name? Uh, Tony Colette. Yeah, Don Jamie Lee Curtis, Don Johnson, yeah. all those great actors. Basically, well, so everybody. Yeah, yeah. So listen, um, <laughs> so Ryan Johnson was on a red carpet just recently. Like, um, you know, these awards, <laughs> these awards things going on. Voice, whether you know, it was... <laughs> teacher, you, you brought the soul to that. <laughs> I did, man. I had to dig the, deep for that one. You brought the soul, shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. No, no, but um, yeah, this is interesting. So, because Knives Out was this, like we said, was this was you know big hit. Well, you went out and watched it. I liked it. You know, we yep. both liked it. You know, great story. And so Ryan Johnson was on some red carpet. He was asked, "Hey, what's going on?" And like, you know, is are we going to see a Knives Out sequel? And he said, "Yes, we are definitely going to be seeing a Knives Out." Daniel Craig is going to be back. However, it's going to be a whole new story, whole new cast members. So it's basically going to be Daniel Craig's character, the the Agatha Christie type kind of character. He goes off and he's been hired to do um, to work on another case. So which is going to be pretty fun, I think. Oh, it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to that one. That's looking yeah. like a fun franchise. Definitely a, a, a three a three movie deal for that yes. one. Oh, definitely. Um, all right, now let's speak about suits, Devaldo. Um, do you do you own a suit, by the way? Uh, yeah, I've got a couple of suits. You know, yeah, a couple yeah, of suits. Yeah, know, got a few every, suits up you there. know, every yeah, exactly. So every male should have a nice, you know, nice fitted suit in their wardrobe. But Devaldo, does your suit come with a utility belt? Uh, no, it doesn't. I actually need to get one. Maybe I'll order one from Amazon. <laughs> You know what? Order order two because listen, Batman, there's a Batman teaser out there and 
Robert Pattinson is online in some badly lit kind of footage of him in the Batsuit and Devaldo. I mean, what did you make of this? I was getting serious Daredevil vibes of this. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if the, if the suit is finally finished or that's just like a, I don't know, like a, a like a basic version of it. I'm not too sure. But yeah, sure, the, the suit sure. didn't really overwhelm me. It didn't really fill me with dread. Mm. You know, if I was a baddie and he came up to me, I'd be like, who are you? Like Comic-Con isn't on yet, you know, yeah. but and also, he, <laughs> and also I guess I'm nitpicking, but yeah, his jaw looked a bit wonky <laughs> he did he did it was so weird and fit but you never know maybe i mean the music sounded good and it sounded yeah. it looked quite dark but maybe you know do you know what it might be the greatest batman we'll ever see uh, we just don't know <laughs> we don't know and and kind of when i was reading around this apparently so what they kind of from what I've read is is that it was very hard for uh, Christian Bale to to do the action scenes in the Batsuit that they had for him, right? So what they're trying to do is they're trying to make it lighter so that mm. uh, the actor who plays Batman can, you know, maneuver around, do the fight scenes even more. So this might be something lighter, something a bit more easier for him to move around in so that we can get to see those those punch-ups uh, and, you know, those fight scenes in, you know, you know, so it's easier for them. But who knows? Like I said, Look, we don't know what this is going to be like, so let's keep our eyes peeled on this one. But it's out there. Go check it out. It's on on Twitter or it's on Instagram or something. Ooh, cool. All right. Okay. So now in let's move on to Indiana Jones. Now we've mentioned this before, Devada. I swear to God, I'm not joking. Last year we mentioned mm-hmm. Harrison Ford returning for Indiana Jones. But what what is this something concrete now? Is this happening? This is happening, yeah. It's literally, he's 73 years old, I believe, and he oh is gosh. about to, in the next couple of months, uh, start filming for Indiana Jones 5. And it's going to be released oh summer 2021. So, do you know what? 2021, I know we've mentioned it before. Maybe I need to put, I need to put a post or something of what's coming in 2021. But yes. maybe I'll do it in a few months' time and, you know, 2021 is like on the horizon but 2021 is going to be a stupid year of movies like a stupid especially when it comes to the comic book stuff but even outside of that it's going to be a stupid year of movies but this is going to be probably a stupid film but (laughs) Indiana Jones 5 yeah so again you know Indy's going to be out there I don't know how he's going to be. I don't know. How's I don't he gonna, know, man. He's going to do it. I know. I know. I just hope. I hope they they're doing this so that they can. He can then pass the mantle on to well, you know Chris he, Pratt or someone else or whatever. That, yeah, but that's what was meant to happen with Shia LaBeouf. The last, yes. the last one. Remember, and you know Shia LaBeouf looked like he was getting past the whip and the hat, and he looked like a good kind of you know a good replacement. But then yeah, that yeah. that one fell flat. The crystal skulls oh, or whatever. Man. Maybe yeah. they weren't polished enough. I don't it know, lame. but it just didn't happen. So now this this one, I'm not even sure what it's going to be about. But I'm not really looking forward to it. But I know what you mean. I know what you mean because I'm a big fan of of those other ones, especially number one and number three. Okay. So um, yeah, we'll we'll just have to, just have to wait and see on this one. But listen, let's speak about Gareth Edwards. Okay, so Gareth Edwards, he's big into his sci-fi, right? So Gareth oh, Edwards. Yeah. He's done what other I can't hang on what other sci-fi movies has he done? Monsters, he, monsters when he literally oh, done that monsters. film single-handedly. 
single. This guy shot the film, edited edited it on his laptop using mm. Adobe Premiere Pro, yeah. and it was just special this effects. Movie, he did everything on that effects. film. Yeah, he held up, he brilliant, held brilliant, up, he held up the boom. He he filmed it. He he drove the people. He'd done the catering. <laughs> he <laughs> he done did. everything. <laughs> he did everything. And off the back of that, he did um, Godzilla. Yes, exactly. And then Rogue One as well. So, listen, you can't get bigger than Godzilla. You can't get bigger than Star Wars. So what is this guy up to nowadays? This guy is up to his own shit now. And he is... (laughs) (laughs) He's about to start shooting a new original sci-fi film. Right. original yeah so original. kind of like it would you say kind of like a christopher nolan he is kind yes, of like a christopher exactly, nolan-esque exactly that he's about to embark on his own journey because i mean it's being widely publicized that you know the uh like rogue one was a group i yeah. i loved rogue one a I lot lo- of people it. love it a lot of people didn't love it then but now after they've seen the other star wars that's come out after it they love it even more <laughs> yes but, yeah yeah rogue one there was a lot of problems on rogue one regarding the studio and the director there was a bit of a clash so the movie that we saw wasn't actually the one that gareth edwards wanted to wanted. release but yeah yeah but that's that anyway but yeah so he's looking to do something more independent and not be you know shackled by the studio executives so this film is meant to be a really original idea it's meant to be a great one if there's anything like monsters you know i'm looking forward to it and i think he is a really 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 talented he won uh, I think about 10, 12 years ago now, the London Sci-Fi 48-hour film competition. That's a competition that I've, I've, I've uh, entered in a couple of times myself over the years, but he actually won that like 12 years ago. Uh-huh. And it just goes to show that, you know, someone like him can go, you know, up and up. So yeah, yeah. he's really, yeah. really only, he loves his sci-fi. So if he's, if he's on sci-fi now, you know, it's going to be a good film. Yeah. I can't wait. I mean, it'd be great just to kind of see what this vision, I think he's a kind of, yeah, you could probably say he's a visionary director because oh, yeah, when I look course. at, when I look at monsters, I'm like the budget that he had, I was reading about this guy and he just made that movie for peanuts mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. did everything himself, you know? So yep. uh, it is possible folks go out there and start making stuff. And we don't mean home, home videos. <laughs> like you know make stuff like yeah. you know uh okay i'll stop talking um all right okay now let's go let's get back to disney devaldo and if you had three wishes what would those three wishes be mm, for another 10 wishes obviously <laughs> <laughs> all right okay no, now i'm gonna no. make it harder if you had one wish if you just had what if you if there was a genie and that genie was will smith what would what would that one wish be Mm, eternal peace of mind. Ah, oh, eternal peace. So you wouldn't ask for another Aladdin sequel? No, probably not. <laughs> right. Okay. So, okay. So well, this might upset you then because the news is, Devaldo. Oh man. Yeah. So there's going to be an Aladdin sequel actually. So yes, uh, we saw Aladdin in, when was it? Was it April? I think. Yeah. April or May, one of them uh, in 2019. And Will Smith starred as the sort of blue-skinned uh, genie for some of the film, but, you know, he had his regular skin for most of it. And uh, Princess Jasmine, Aladdin, uh, oh. and the, the baddie, what's his name, uh, Jafar. They were all really good. Yes. I mean, do you know what? 
the film, I enjoyed Aladdin more than Lion King, actually. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You mentioned yeah. anything. I'm glad they're remaking this and not Lion King. But yeah, so Guy Ritchie also is returning to 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 the helm or to well to helm this uh, sequel. The first one did 1.2 billion in the box in the, in the box office worldwide. What? Yeah, uh, I think it's like 600 and something million in in the US. So it made more than you know than its than its budget by I don't know how many fourfold or something like that. Yeah, so the money crazy. talks, money talks. And uh, I think the sequel is also going to have a bit, a bit, a bit more of the other characters involved, like the I think the uh, the Danish prince. I think I heard it's right. going to be a spin-off of that, so I'm not sure if he'll be included in this or if he'll have his own separate spin-off. But there was news sure. of there being a spin-off of that Danish prince who came to try and marry Princess Jasmine. But yeah, just basically, just you know, the news is that this sequel is going to happen. Uh, so I, w- I would expect a, a twenty uh, twenty two. Uh, release date for this one so yeah i mean yeah. disney looking like they're gonna keep churning out their their classics for as long as people want them and uh, well, if people exactly. want to go and see them they're gonna make more exactly and remember they've got a streaming service to stock and fill exactly. up so yeah, more exactly. content they need it they need more subscribers okay all right um now finally let's speak about this divado now you and i we are huge huge fans of this indonesian movie which came out in um i think it was uh 20 i want to say 2011 is that right? I think, no, it right? I think it could be right. You know, 2011, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, 2011 or 2012, directed by another Gareth, believe yeah. it or not. So this one, this one is directed by a guy called Gareth Evans, a Welsh guy who made mm-hmm. a movie in Indonesia, a martial arts movie called The Raid. And I remember hearing about this movie, people talking about it, read about it online, and I was like, "What is this? Let me go out and let, let me just watch this movie." And it was absolutely blisteringly like full on pulsating you know action and you know i'm talking about like fisty cuffs like you're talking about beatings and break legs and you name it it's got it starring this guy called eco waste i thought it was a great movie devout you'd agree with that right loved it loved it yeah so um they made a they made a sequel i think uh did it do as good i think i'm not sure if it did bigger i think it might have done more a bit more money than the than the first one because you know obviously the hype surrounding it and yeah. everything but i mean what what's happening are we going to see any more raid movies or kind of like a yes. reboot of them well, the originals, I think, were the best. The first one was the best. They were trapped in that building and yeah. all shit, you know, shit hits the fan, t- it goes tits up. And originally, the second movie was a bit more, I mean, the second movie is is more vast, more characters. Yeah. But originally, the director wanted to make the second film first, but he had a small budget, so he kept it confined to that building, which for yeah. me made the film a better film. Yes. So the first one, second one came out. Now the Americans want to. <laughs> I love that. The oh, Americans want to. I now love the that. Americans want to make it. They want to jump on it oh, and they want to make a wave. Uh, and it's going to be done by the uh, the director of oh, what is it? Director of the Grey, I think it is. Oh yes. Think. Uh, Come up his name, but yeah. So. Oh my gosh, yeah, so this is going to be an American remake, but it's going to be quite different to the film that, that we saw. It's not going to be like confined to a building. Uh, it's going to have the same kind of premise of cops trying to, you know, 
deal with these criminals and drug lords and stuff yeah. like that. And the one of the cops is going to have a brother on the other side. Right. That's going to so be similar. Kind of like Infernal Affairs. No, 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 not Infernal Affairs. Internal Affairs. No, no. What was that? Brother. Have we seen that in another movie before where there's a brother Probably. on another side? Probably, yeah. But in, yeah. This, in this American version, I understand that the sort of brotherly conflict is going to play a bigger role. Uh, right. But yeah, it'll be, it's not going to be confined to, you know, one tower block like we got in the first one. So it may be a bit more like the like the second one, but it just won't be as good, I think. I reckon from the sure. get-go, from now, from sitting here right now, I can tell you it's not going to be as good as I, the I way. I think so. And the, the yeah. name is going to be called Reno, I believe. Right, okay. It's going to be linked to one of the characters' names. Yeah, so... I don't know. I'm, 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 I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Why did I even report yeah. this? Do you know what guys forget? No, I said it's it. interesting. It's, it's, it's interesting because you know what? It's, it's just one of those things, you know, like, you know, America, there's a lot of people saying, look, America, they're just kind of like Hollywood. They're just rehashing movies. Yeah, they don't have yeah. enough original ideas. Yeah. Like what's going on, man? You know, what is going on? So, right. Okay. Yeah. Let's see what's going on in the box office, Devaldo. So let's talk about uh, what's sitting in at number five, which is Bad Boys for Life. And Ooh. it took a cool mill at the box office this week yep. for a total of 10.3 million. So you know what? It's hanging in there. The bad boys are they're, mm. they're doing well in the box office. They're doing well. And this is going to be a slow burner. I think it'll be there for a few more weeks. People are loving it. They're telling their friends to watch it. I did that. And it's an enjoyable film. So if you haven't watched it already, go to the cinema and watch it, guys. Exactly. Oh, and um, we didn't mention this, but um, there was kind of like a big an event that was that took place like last week, which was the Oscars. Oh. And Devaldo, how <laughs> many course. times? How many times did we say on the show or over the last like two or three episodes? We were like, yeah, nineteen seventeen is going to win the like you know uh, best yes. director, best yeah, picture. Yeah. And, and this is incredible because, folks, Parasite won yep. um, the best director and best picture. So. Mm. First time in the history that it's won. First time mm. in the history. And I think that threw a lot of people off, right? That was unexpected, right? Yep, definitely. Definitely. And it's a, it's a good, it's a good surprise for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know? Um mm. And I, I bring that up because it's still in the uh, the top five, in the UK top five. So it's, it's sitting in at number four. And I guess murder, word of mouth is going to get around and it's going to kind of more people are going to watch it. I still have not had a chance to go out and watch it. Uh, I still need to watch it and I will watch it. But um, Shame yeah, it's in at number you. four. Shame on you, sir. I know, man. Um, <laughs> they say that in yeah. the UK, they're going to actually release it to many more cinemas now. And now it's won the Oscar. It's going to get a lot more distribution. Sure. So that's good. Yeah. 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 Great, 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 great. Uh, so that's number four. So in at number three is the film that Parasite dethroned. Uh, so it's 1917. So um, Sam Mendes' movie is still doing really well. 2.2 million this week, 35 million doing really well. Ooh. Go out and watch it. It is, it is a great movie. Yeah. And, we've, and everyone thought it was going to win the best film, but it didn't. So... Um, yeah, go check that one out. Now, the second movie, the movie which is in at number two, let's speak about it. This is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Now, Devaldo, I'm not sure if you heard about this, but in America, they changed the name. What? They changed the Change name. Be they changed the name because it's not doing well at the US box office. Oh, my gosh. So now Serious. it's called... Uh, let me just Birds I of want to Prey. Get and I'm really going out with a joker. He's just not in the film, though. 
<laughs> basically yeah um i just can't believe it so 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 the thing is they've changed the name and maybe i don't know audiences in america they just weren't getting it like you know what the whole thing oh, was so they the felt too long for them it's now called birds of prey harley uh let's have a look what is it called um oh my gosh they actually changed the name oh it's, it's called harley quinn birds of prey that's it oh my gosh because you know why? Because people in America are not really sure who uh, Birds of Prey are, but they know Harley Quinn because they liked her in yes. Suicide Squad. And she was the one that really stood out. So if Harley Quinn's name comes first, it's more likely to get an audience. See how simple yes. some people are. I know, I know, I know. So, you know, the 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 right the director of the movie's been out to, to kind of defend the the reasoning behind the change and, and it's down to poor ticket sales. Oh my so, gosh. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, in the UK, it's done 2.8 million. So it took 2.8 million in the week, which isn't bad. I mean, mm. like, you know, it's okay. Um, will I don't know. In America, I guess that's where it counts, right? Because obviously yeah. if it does really well in America, then they'll come up with some more Birds of Prey movies. Hopefully that, you know, the, the the title will actually, will the title make a difference to Val? It might, it, you know, it might do. I mean, it's, it's ironic. I mean, Birds of Prey, <laughs> I'll, I'll say the full name, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. It is a good film. The long title is whatever, but it's a good film. But it's funny how that's only done 2.8 million in the week. Dr. Doolittle has done 5 million in the week. Oh my Gosh. And Dr. Doolittle is meant to be a worse film, but the title yes. is Little. <laughs> yes. No pun intended. So do little, get a lot. Do a lot, get little. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just so weird, isn't it? It's just yeah. so weird. Crazy. Yeah, they just can't say it. Like, Brothers of Prey and the Fant and the Fant. The fan, oh, down, down it. I can't say the name. I'm gonna go and see Dr. Doolittle. I can say that. <laughs> Doolittle. Someone, Doolittle. Someone from the Deep South, yeah? You know, yeah. that one sounds like, yeah. Come on, deep like, South accent is like pretty too much, you know? Exactly. Um, I, right, okay, so I thought these these <laughs> Negroes, I thought they got freed already. They want to be emancipated again? Damn. <laughs> darn it. These Negroes always complaining. And someone's like, sir, the film is not about black people. It's about birds of prey. <laughs> oh, darn it. Why didn't you tell me that before? <laughs> Yeehaw. You know? <laughs> oh, my gosh, uh, man. You know, sorry, that, that, Americans. I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. kidding. I'm just kidding. That, you know that's going in. Uh, that's going to be our uh, <laughs> on this week's episode. There's <laughs> <laughs> oh our ratings. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, yeah, you're right. Like, look, so the UK's number one film is Doolittle. Uh, five million. Five million. Well, I think that's quite good. And um, I, I mean, I think I mentioned it a couple of episodes ago, it's bombed in America. Mm. People haven't gone out to go watch the movie despite having a Robert Downey Jr. in it. And uh, we'll see how it does in the UK. Maybe it does well in the UK. I don't know. Who knows? Hmm. Time um, will tell. Are you going to go out and watch it, by the way? No. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it. No yeah. chance. Mm -mm. I know, mm -mm. I know. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Right, okay. Now, let's check out, Devaldo, what's out this week or this month on Blu-ray. What can you What can you give us? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so first of all, we got Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Mm -hmm. That stars Angelina Jolie. 
as um, a event. And uh, I actually watched this one, you know. I watched and it. What, what, uh, what did you make of it? I didn't see the first one, so I was a bit lost. But it was a... I saw the first one. The special effects was good. You know, it was okay. I kind of fell asleep. Uh, <laughs> the film just wasn't for me, though. I, I wouldn't say it's a shit film. It just wasn't yeah. for me, you know. So I kind of just lost interest. But, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, whatever. You know, special effects exactly. were good and whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I leave it yeah, at that. Yeah, yeah if you, it's, 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 it's a half term for a lot of uh, schools in the UK, so it might be a good one to get for the kids, you know? So sure. uh, go ahead, go cop it. Go check it out. Now, uh, this next movie, I passed up on Devaldo, and um, there was a lot of hype surrounding this movie. So uh, I know you went out, you watched it, and this came, it's not too long ago. We reviewed this movie not too long ago on the show. This is called Gemini Man, starring Will Smith and Will Smith, mm-hmm. and uh, directed by Ang Lee, Oscar winner Ang Lee. You know, this movie was touted as being like a special effects laden. This hundred, was it 120 frames per second? Was it shot in 100? Yeah, yeah 120 frames per second movie. This whole thing about refresh rate and devout, let I me mean, sum it up. Is it is it worth getting on Blu-ray? It was, uh, well, on Blu-ray, many people aren't going to be able to, you know, experience the high sure. frame rate. So as a film by itself, it was okay. It, it was just the, the fight scenes and stuff were quite, you know, were quite good. The film as a whole wasn't the, wasn't the deepest film I'd say, but it was in, very entertaining. Will Smith was always, always entertaining in his films, you know, or we, also sure. we had Mary Elizabeth Weinstead in the film who you can also catch in Birds of Prey. Yes. Um, and Benedict Wong, who you can catch uh, in Doctor Strange, but yeah. yeah, it was a good film all around. Uh, but, I think uh, for me, I went to go see it because of the high uh, frame rate. And for me, that was the, the the sort of benefit of the film at the cinema. So I would say if you like an action film, cop it on DVD, Blu-ray, and uh, try and watch it in 4K at least. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a decent film. So yeah, I would say, yeah, I like Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's, he's a great, you know, he's a great actor and... Mm-hmm. Um, It'd be interesting to see what kind of movies he makes art like now. I, you know, he's. I think he's got a lot of layers. There's loads more. Oh yeah, loads yeah. More Behind that guy. I wonder if he'll ever win an Oscar. Like, if he'll try again to do like a Pursuit of Happiness type film, or you know, one of those yeah. sorts of things. You know. Yeah. It'd be good if he won an Oscar because he's been around. For, he's done a lot. He's done a lot. With he's Smith d- has, you he's know? done a lot. I, it, mm. it, it's going to happen. It will definitely happen. All right. Okay. Now let's check out some new trailers. So Devaldo. This name sounds really, really interesting. So this is Vivarium. Vivarium, Mm -hmm. Vivarium. So this is a trailer, right? So tell me about this. I haven't seen this. Tell me about it. Yeah, Vivarium is a, well, the title in itself is very, it sounds quite Latin, isn't it? It does. Yeah, I should should have actually checked to see what that meant, (laughs) but I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) But it stars Jesse, uh, what's his name? Jesse Eisenberg, Eisenberg. Yes. And, um, oh, what's he been in? Yeah, Lex Luthor. Oh, Lex Luthor, uh, the Facebook film, uh, Social Network. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's that's who stars in the film, directed by Lorcan Finnegan. And this is a film about a young couple looking for like the perfect home, you know, and uh, they find themselves trapped in a labyrinth-like neighborhood full oh. of identical houses. Oh, mm-hmm. exactly. That, so it's it's a bit of a bit of a weird film, and uh, the sort of film that I think 
I don't think it's an A24, but it kind of sounds like it should be. Yeah, yeah. You know, so um, it's a... Uh, hmm. Place of life. It is that's, a Latin. Yeah, that's, yeah, because viva is like a life or viv or vi is like vitality, isn't it? Yeah, so it means Look at you. What? Bloody, what are you, some sort of like, you know, gladiator or something? <laughs> What the hell? Like, like, you, you know, know. I'm, the, I'm the C3PO with this shit, man. I, I speak many languages, man. What? I'm the DC3, I'm the D3PO, man. Come on, man. I'm the brother version. Holy <laughs> shit. Look at version. you coming up with like the root words and like next thing you'll be coming up with speaking, you're going to be speaking Latin. Flipping hell, man. Of course. Oh my gosh. Of course, So man. what, um, when are we, so what, when are we seeing this? Mate, pardon? <laughs> What are we seeing in this movie? Yeah, so the movie... <laughs> we always go off on these tangents. That's why our show is so long, you know. Yeah, I love but, it. Uh, yeah, this movie's out on uh, March, in March, March 27th. So, okay. yeah, just over a month, six weeks maybe, I think it is. Sure, mm. yeah. Okay, interesting. All right. Now, we've got something coming to the small screen, um, you know, in... Well, it's actually, it's, all, it's already out now, isn't it, now? Uh, this next piece. So this is Narcos Mexico. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm watching that this weekend. Yeah, I tried to watch an episode last night, but I fell asleep because I was really tired. Yeah. Not because it was shit, but I'm going to rinse that this weekend because this weekend's yeah. going to be a storm. I'm pretty sure uh, my football's going to get cancelled. So yeah, yep. yeah. Narcos. Great, great opportunity to catch up with, mm-hmm. with with kind of all the streaming stuff. So we've got Narcos. So this is Narcos Mexico season two. Uh, it's already out and you can binge watch that one. And also there's um, to all the boys, PS, I still love you. So this is the second season, right? Yes. Of, or to all the boys I love. I, I didn't see the first season, but I heard it was really good. You know, I heard the same. I heard the mm. same. I'm not sure if I'm the kind of the demographic for this type of a show, but from what I've heard, it's it's kind of like yeah, it's it's interesting. It's it's about a a girl in high school. Her love letters get kind of uh, written or get get read by all the people that she liked, mm-hmm. and it wow. kind of like follows the trials and tribulations of of this girl and the people that she's supposed to have liked in in high school. So um, it's good enough that they made a second season out of it. Put it that way. Mm, okay All right. that's on Netflix now, isn't it yeah that yeah. is on Netflix and you should be able to watch that right now now okay Devaldo I want to speak about this next one so I didn't know anything about this movie and you put it up on our on our on our show notes so I thought oh let me check this out uh, it's called The Green Knight and went into obviously YouTube and the first thing that I realised was it's an A24 mm-hmm. movie now People, listeners, you should know this, right? A24 is synonymous with pushing the boundary on storytelling, on movie making, on pushing directors to tell these great, great stories. And I mean, I, I, need to, I just need to think about like kind of like hereditary. I need to think about, um, I just think about uh, The Lighthouse, even though it's not kind of like a must-see movie for me, but it's one of those movies which are like, wow, it's been shot amazingly well and it's got this weird story and i just think it's one of those movies that yeah fits totally with a24 so i saw this trailer and i was like what the hell is this dev patel in this like what's he doing he's sitting on a throne he's got a crown on and next thing you know you've got all these kind of beasts these things running around devaldo i mean how did you hear about this movie and and what did you make of the trailer yeah this uh this this movie actually was uh sent to me from crowd 
Uh, what's his name? The uh, crowd pleaser sixty-nine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I just made it up. Oh shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me, let me actually tell the real name of who I sent this to me because the person was sorry, crowd watcher Uno. Oh, crowd watcher Uno. Right, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. This is last week. So he sent me this trailer and said, watch this. I was like, whoa. This trailer, as soon as it came up of eight with A twenty four, I thought, yes, say no yes. more. That's my motto now for A twenty four. A twenty four, say no more. I'll watch it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this, like you said, it looks twisted. It looks dark. It looks mysterious. It looks cunning. It looks yeah. all the things that you don't want when you leave your house. And this is, uh, it just looks crazy. But I know. Uh, I, I, the thing is, I don't know what it's about. But I'm happy with not knowing what it's about. Yeah. I'm happy with that. Totally. And what about that image of, of that thing, the thing that's walking around the, the thing that looks like a tree. Oh gosh. It's just like, that just looks crazy. I don't know what to think of that. Yeah. So, uh, it's pretty hard for us to kind of like tell you what this trailer is about, but listen, go out and watch this trailer. It's called the green Knight, And I, I think it's, it's associated with, um, some some legends, King, King Arthur legend. It's a King Arthur mm. legend. Something associated with King King Arthur. But when you watch the trailer, you're like, shit, man. This is gonna have like Lord of the Rings vibe to it. It's gonna mm-hmm. have uh, what's this? Like a I I kind of I'm getting a Guillermo del Toro vibe mm, from this as well. Yeah, from the, some, from the sort of uh, effects, isn't it? They look very yeah. like mysterious and twisted and. Oof. Yeah. Defo, Defo, go check it out, folks. Just just take our word for it. Go check it out. And we're pretty sure you're going to be intrigued. Okay, here's another a trailer that we want to let you know about. Altered Carbon. Now, Devaldo, I'm going to be honest here. I watched the first maybe three or four episodes of the first season of Altered Carbon. And you know what? I... Pff, Listen, it's, uh, I liked it because it was kind of sci-fi. It was telling this strange story about rebels and about fighting and about obviously setting the future and about mind altering and about your consciousness being saved onto kind of like a hard drive, which can then be transferred into a new body and all this sort of stuff going on in it. And you know what? It looks absolutely amazing. It looks slick. It looks like um blade runner 2049 that mm. type of that that type of vision like you got there right so um i i think i have to go back and watch alter carbon uh, like again because the second season is going to be upon us and it stars anthony mackie so oh. just to kind of yeah so just to kind of remind everyone it's a story about this guy called Takashi kovacs who was a revolutionary fighter way 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 like back in time whose consciousness gets transported onto hydro hard drive which then gets put into a new body and he is tasked to find finding the murder of a wealthy person so he's got all that you know coming along but he's also got his memories of of when he was this rebel fighter or something and the second season is that same character Takashi Kovacs is now in the body and the body is played by Anthony Mackie and it's all linked in it's got fighting in there uh, it's got kind of um that that 20 that that Blade Runner 2049 vibe it's got like slick action moves it's, it, I think it's got it all but also one thing that it has got is when you when your consciousness gets upgraded into the new body you can add new features like 
superhuman strength like um Oh, like a computer game. <laughs> like basically like a computer game. Like, you know, you, you can, you, you're like, you know, you know, hand to hand combat. You're, 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 you're a master in weapons and things like that. So yeah, check it out. It's interesting. I'm, I think I'm need to go back and revisit the first season just to kind of, just to get my head around the whole thing. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. I, I actually watched, I think the first episode and I stopped and I kind of regret it. <laughs> But I, I kind of, I kind of feel like I need to get back into it again yeah. as well. So I'm yeah. with you on that one. Yeah, defo. We'll do that. We'll, we'll catch up, and that's going to be coming out on February the 27th, I believe. Mm, so okay. uh, in the next like week or so. All right. Okay. Finally, let's speak about this, Devado. We've spoken about the Saw movies many, many times on the show, and we let folks know that uh, Chris Rock was bringing this new Saw story to the fold and the trailer is out. So this is called Spiral, semicolon, sorry, Spiral colon from the Book of Saw. So the trailer is out now. It's starring Chris Rock. It's starring a guy called Max Minghella and it's starring Samuel Jackson. And you know what, right? I saw this trailer and you, you obviously you don't get a lot of from the trailer apart from some weird murders that are happening. Uh, someone's targeting police officers. Chris Rock is called on to investigate the murders. And there's a lot of there's a lot of kind of Chris Rock just looking really confused. And <laughs> it's just so funny. But there is one, there's one shot in there where Chris Rock, he's tied to a pipe and he's tied, he's tied up with handcuffs and he's got a saw in his hand. Oh, come on. But, Serious. Yes, it's in the trailer. Oh, I don't know what, not, I, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen the trailer yet. I need to see it. I need to see it. Listen, I'm not that that that's I haven't given anything away because it's in okay. the trailer. You can go mm, out and mm. see it, but it's him it, tied yeah. up. It's him tied up in handcuffs with a saw in his hand, and I'm like, oh my gosh! And it's just yeah, man. It's it's a movie that we're gonna have to watch, Devaldo. Like as crazy as it sounds, um, but yeah, we're gonna have to watch this movie because it's like it's a saw. It's it's from the book of saw. So mm-hmm. whatever that means. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Chris so, um, what if Chris Kevin Rock, Hart jumps in? What if, what if uh, Chris Tucker jumps in? What if, what if, what if we're all trapped together? And exactly. if, uh, the person who doesn't make someone laugh has to cut off a limb, they have cut off a hand or something. <laughs> a pound of flesh for too long. You have been telling jokes that nobody wants to hear. Now you will be the butt of the joke. In 60 seconds, <laughs> there's poison running through your veins. Will cause paralysis, but you have got salvation. You must tell a joke, and the person who does not laugh loses a pound of flesh. Flesh for flesh, eye for an eye. Oh my god, that sounds so much like Jigsaw, man. Seriously, I got I am Jigsaw. <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't know where that came from. Just you should do the whole podcast like that. Um, Halloween, you know what? Yes, Halloween. Oh, I will Halloween. do it. Yeah, I bring, will do it. Halloween. Bring on jigsaw. I will be jigsaw for Halloween. <laughs> Folks, write to us if you want to hear Devour do, do do our um, Halloween episode in jigsaw. Then please get in touch with us because I want to hear that. Um, all right. Okay. So um, now, Devour, let's let's do uh, anniversary corner if we can. I can't believe it, Jigsaw. Man. 
<laughs> but why does Jigsaw always start his tapes with for too long you have been <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> why, oh why, gosh, you, long, you have been watching others. Now you will be the one who's watched. How can he not cough? Like we're doing that voice. <laughs> Jigsaw oh, died God. like in part three. <laughs> and how the heck did he plan all this shit? Jigsaw should be movies, like, like, in government because he's planning some shit like far ahead. <laughs> he should have he should have planned for like you know like the world like world peace. He should plan for like you know like the the eco like you know the, for carbon emissions. This guy should have a plan for each government around the world of how to make sure we can all survive. You know that would be amazing. That would actually be a really funny film. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He, oh, he sorry, plays all sorry. these games on prime ministers and presidents. Oh man, that would be mm-hmm. so funny. Um, all right. Okay. Um, where, where we? we digress, <laughs> folks. Let's speak about Anniversary Corner. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. 10 years ago, this was, um, this was, was this a reboot or was this kind of like just a retelling of the whole thing again? This was kind of like coming back to the... To the original, wasn't it? A little this bit was, like this was the, the thing is, is this was that was the third or fourth one. The first one was in two thousand and two, and this one was right. like when the the virus like took over the earth, and the earth became like a Mad Max type landscape, mm. yeah. and there was a lot of like like you know, survival. So this one, yeah, Resident Evil Afterlife was Life. just about yeah that kind of situation, but it's all the same thing: T virus, you know, zombies, uh, yeah. Mila Jojovic as uh, I can't remember her name now, but yeah, she was a lead character when she, like uh, you know, kicking ass, you know, with Jill Valentine and all those people, Wesker, yeah. you know, yeah. baddie. <laughs> so yeah, no, nah, evil, evil, evil Dead been on for years. I think there was like seven of them altogether. So yeah, it's, it's, easy, it's yeah. easy to lose track. But yeah, a decent film. There's a bit of a theme going on with our uh, with our anniversary corners. Yeah. In, in uh, respect for Sonic the Hedgehog and uh, yeah so yeah you'll see a theme going on there yeah but Resident Evil 2010 10 years on 10 that's crazy man it's crazy Mm -hmm. and last week last week we reported on the show that Netflix they are working on bringing Resident Evil back to the small screen so don't be alarmed to see Resident Evil on the small screen like on Netflix like in the next year or so because it's going to happen folks I mean Netflix are going to bring something about this to the small screen so okay so there's that one that's from 10 years ago if you haven't seen it go check it out now now Doom now this is interesting because this game I play I remember playing this game on PC and then I played it on I think I played it on Xbox as well and it's one of those games which was like when you first when I first played Doom I was like oh my god this is just like uh, you, like oh my god I gotta go that way I gotta go this way like you know the deaths like killing and the finding and the shooting and like this whole thing it was like really edge of your seat type of a thing mm. and then I remember 15 years ago when they were like we're bringing a movie of this to to you guys and we're gonna you know it's, it's, it's gonna be great and everything and in the end it wasn't I'm, I'm sad to say it just wasn't um, this is uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, The Rock. This is like obviously early in his film career. Carl Urban also was the he was the main goodie actually. Uh, Rosamund yeah. Pike, Gone Girl, she was in it. Uh, so yeah, there, there was quite a, a good cast list uh, going on there. But uh, this was a 
because Doom was like one of the first, or one of the, yeah, one of the, not one of the first, but yeah, Hook was one of the first, like sort of first person shooters that were really, really successful. And I think this may be one of the first sort of movies that tried to really, really like accurately depict the video game yeah. experience. And there was a, there was a, there was a section in the movie where you actually have the first shooter, first perspective shooter experience for about five minutes where Carl Urban takes this drug where he goes crazy and he goes on that rampage shooting people or those yeah. monsters, you know, and it was actually, that bit was actually quite good, uh, you know, but I think overall the film was a bit of a letdown in that yeah. they either didn't stick to the film's premise or they were too far away from it or just were confused about what they were trying to trying to show. Yeah. But and, the first uh, person shoot a bit, sorry, so just going to say yeah. one last thing. The first person shooter part, I think in the film it lasted like about five minutes or so. It took two weeks to shoot that. Whoa. Mm, two wow. weeks to shoot that first person part. For a so five minute a lot segment. Of effort, yeah, a lot of effort went into that, but I actually think it was one of the best bits. So they should have just, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe they should have just done that bits. all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but remember, they did do kind of something similar with a hard, I think it's called Hardcore Henry. Yes, that, right? that, that, that Henry? whole film was first person. Yeah. The whole film. Crazy. That, that star, Ch- 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 Charles, what's his name? Ch- uh, his Chopley. Name? Chopley, yeah, Shalto Chopley, yeah, the guy from yeah, uh, District 9. Yeah, really good, yeah. really good film, actually. Yeah, that's the sort of film you want to see in, in, in virtual reality, you know, in yes. VR. If that can be trans, trans, transmitted to VR, I, I've got a VR set. I would watch that. I would you know watch what? that. That is actually really good. Yeah. Ooh. They haven't done that. They haven't made movies for VR, which exactly. is kind of surprising. Well, actually, Ooh. listen, they've actually, made porn VR. movies for VR. Oh my gosh, we both said it. <laughs> oh, is that what you just said? <laughs> <laughs> our minds oh my god porn vr literally there Oof. you're there exactly you're there um but i was just gonna say i was gonna say with the whole doom thing i'm not sure about the appetite for for doom because i just read this now in 2019 in in um in the fall of 2019 there was doom annihilation which was released to direct a video so it, was, it didn't it wasn't even released in yeah. cinemas yeah, I know. Yeah, I think it's 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 Doom now for sure. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, now when now let's speak about this next movie because this is for me it's a classic movie. Um, I, I I saw this movie a couple of times in cinema when it first came out. So this is two thousand, and it stars Hugh Jackman, Patrick Stewart. Oh, who the hell? Was, shit, I forgot Magneto's name. What's Magneto's name? Uh, Ian McKellen. Ian, Sir, Sir Ian McKellen, Halle Berry. Who else? Who else? Scott Marsden, is that his name? Scott Marsden, Famke Jensen. All, all, the, all these characters directed by Brian Singer, who I think about three or four years prior to that made the usual, made the usual suspect. So this kind of big, uh, I keep saying big, but um, this independent movie, which was became this cult classic. And then he, on, on the back of that, you know, he got kind of, you know, this X-Men movie because he's a big comic book fan. And he made, they all joined up and he made X-Men. And when I saw it, I was just like, whoa, man, this is, I really liked it because it was, it wasn't, it was like, unlike anything that we've seen before, right, Davado? It was like nothing. I mean, 2000 is 20 years ago. We've had the MCU, you know, do crazy things in the world. And that was since 2008, but eight years before that, 2000, before anyone really, you know, really, really done a really, really great job on, 
on this. I mean, I know Blade came out in 1998, but I mean, X-Men, we all love the X-Men from the cartoons. Yeah. And the cartoons, they ran from, I think, 95 to 99. So the cartoons yeah. were fresh in our mind, you know. And this just, I mean, Wolverine, you know. We, oh, that's man. the first time we saw Wolverine on, on film, you know, and like Cyclops and all of them. It's just, yeah, for me, when, when this film came out, I was blown away. I mean, yeah, man. Was it looking looking back at it now? It hasn't maybe held up in time as sure. well as you know maybe other films, but it was the first of its kind. You got you got to really let it have its have its yeah, day, man. you know. And to think to think Hugh Jackman would reprise the role of Wolverine up until twenty, I think like twenty seventeen, yeah, up until true. Logan, and he wasn't meant to be Wolverine. It was meant to be Dugari Scott. That's it. Was, he was yeah. the two, which overran, which meant uh, they had to go and pull. Hugh Jackman from some stage work he was doing and yes. getting to audition. He's a great stage thing, singer and actor. And he had to audition and he got the role. And look, that changed his life, you know? Whole life. And Ooh. that's crazy, isn't it? That's just like kind of like a reversal of fortune in in, in that regards. And and I wonder what Dugray Scott, what he what he thinks about it now when he's looking back. He's got like, it. I'm, I'm sure he's gonna say, Oh, it's okay, you know, this this He's Scottish, but it's okay. You know, this happens, you know, sometimes this happens in life and you, you have to really carry on and just uh, move on to the next project, you know, but I'm sure deep down he's going to be quite gutted, you know, so I just changed the Geordie in amongst that. So it did, it did, yeah. But it was good. It's good. I liked it. I was enjoying it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so folks, if you haven't seen X-Men, like <laughs> it spawned, you know, X-Men, uh, the, no, what was the second one called? X-Men, 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 Two. That was the yeah, second one. Two. Yeah, that, which for me was a was, was the best one of the trilogy. Yeah, we, yes, yeah, really good. Which was yeah. a great sequel, and then we had X Men: The Last Stand, which was poor in my which, eyes. Which we can't stand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, and um, the whole kind of Phoenix Saga thing that was all added yeah, into that, and that yeah. all kind of messed things up. But yeah, but yeah, look, look, go back to you know this movie, check it out go back to see how it all began because it's now spawned so many uh, superhero movies. Okay, so now let's go back even further 25 years ago to Mortal Kombat. Now, I used Mortal to play this game Kombat. on the Sega, on, on Sega. I used to play it all the oh time. Oh my gosh. Oh man, this game, right? I used to play it all the time and I used to want to just kind of be one of those characters like Johnny Cage and like, is, was it Johnny Cage or one? I don't know, who was it? Yeah, Johnny Cage, yeah. Yeah, it was Johnny Cage, yeah. Um, right, no, Ryu was flipping Street Fighter. No, who was the other I guy? Think, uh, Ken. Liu Kang. Kang, that was it. Liu Kang with his punches mm. and finish him. Shang Tsung, Sonya Blade, Raiden. So many great, Rains. so many great characters. And what did they do? They decided to make a movie out of it, and I don't think it did well at the box office, Devaldo. I'm pretty Not sure it didn't. Well, Paul W. S. Anderson, who keeps cropping up oh. with these, he also done a. Uh, uh, Resident Evil. So I think he does like video games uh, translated into movies. Yeah. Uh, so hmm, interesting one there. But yeah, you're right. This film, when it first came out, I actually liked it because I liked Mortal Kombat. And just like you as well, as a kid, you know, the, 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 the I guess the, the shock almost of the, of seeing a computer game turn yeah, into real on, people on, on TV. On movie, I mean, yeah. now it happens all the time. Back then, it was a once in a while thing. We had Super Mario, which was a joke. 
And, <laughs> you know, yes. so it's, yeah, when it, when it happens, even though this wasn't done to perfection, I still think it was kind of good enough because we got to see them do their moves. We saw yeah. Sub-Zero free someone. We saw Raiden, who was a white guy. <laughs> don't ask me why. Yeah, don't ask me why. Yeah, so yeah. we saw him doing a bit of thunder, Shang Tsung, Sonya Blade, you know, we had... Uh, Katana was quite fit actually mm. uh, so yeah we had all the characters we had all the characters which was a good thing but yeah man I mean we're going to see this again next year 2021 Mortal Kombat is coming back like you said 2021 is going to be a big year for movies and it's coming back you're right yes. so it was filming like man. here in Australia mm-hmm. uh, and that's all done man. now we're, it's in post-production yep it's in post-production it is in post so it's going to be happening Oh, it's going to come on our screens. Oh, man. I mean, even the original Mortal Kombat, Jean-Claude Van Damme was set to play Johnny Cage. Did you realise oh, that? Mm-hmm. No, didn't know. Did he was not set know to that. play Johnny Cage, yeah. And the actual, the actual computer game uh, designers based Johnny Cage on Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh-uh. Yeah, I mean, actually, like, created the character. They had him in mind. So if you, if you, played, if you play uh, the game now, the original game, you might see a very distinct uh, similarity. Obviously, they can't right. can't be the same person because of image rights, but because of image rights, yeah, yeah, they had them in mind. Wow. Yeah. Um, so. And just kind of on that, so the new Mortal Kombat that's coming out in twenty twenty one, James Wan is behind that one, and James Wan is behind, like, oh my gosh, like um, everything or the Conjuring. <laughs> yeah, he's behind yeah. everything, like Conjuring, mm-hmm. Fast and Furious, flipping Aquaman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right okay so folks go check that one out now finally this one from 30 years ago and i remember this and this is kind of like an outfield um kind of inclusion in this one but it's kind of like a welcome one because it's me myself and irene from 30 years ago 1990 and this is jim carrey jim, jim oh, Ke- carrey it is jim carrey i just realized this and my mistake uh that's <laughs> what it is meant to be 2000 <laughs> So it's not 30 years ago, it's 2000. Oh. So this this version of Anniversary Corner is a unique version because we've got two films in 2000. It was that kind of year. So yes, me, myself and Irene. Yeah, me, myself and Irene was 2000. Rene Zellweger, who just won an Oscar. Oscar, yep. Jim Perry, who will not win an Oscar anytime soon, maybe. (laughs) Uh, Anthony Anderson, who was in Transformers and Hang Time, coming together. <laughs> He's in it. Uh, so, have you seen me, myself, and Irene? You know what? I haven't. I'll be oh, honest with you. I have I not seen had, it. I don't know what. I, I have never seen it, but the title intrigues me. It's something about him having like a split personality, is it? Yeah, or? that's why it's me and myself. Oh, okay, I get it now. Yes, you're right. Yes. Because it seems the a bit like you because okay. it's like two of him and one of her. Yeah. Which some people might like, you know, but. <laughs> um, it's directed by the Farrelly brothers and they brought us Dumb and Dumber. Oh, um, of course. There you go. There you go. There's something about Mary, which I really like. Oh, okay. So a nice, a nice guy cop with a dissociative dis- identity disorder must protect a woman on the run from a corrupt ex-boyfriend. Okay. That's actually a real, a real disorder. You know that? I mean, someone yeah, has. D.I.D. Yeah. yeah, that's that's like basically split personalities. That's, I mean, it's mental health, which is a serious thing that people like to talk about these days. But you know, yeah. back then, I guess you know this that that film now would cause outrage. <laughs> I, I <laughs> it know. Would cause outrage because these days in this sort of woke 
society, people really, you know, like to analyse everything and say whether it's good or not. The Joker came out a few months ago, and that's about somebody with clear, uh, you know, mental health uh, issues and the way it's depicted and and so on. And people really tore into that, you know, and some some yeah. groups that see, you know, that, you know, these those school mass shooters and stuff like that, they kind of yeah. idolised this uh, Joaquin Phoenix version of the Joker because yes. they saw themselves within him. He was shunned by society. He was, he was rejected by women. And, you know, he was all these things that made him go in himself and, and get more anger. And, you know, he then got the tools, you know, the gun to go out and perpetrate his, his anger. So these days, films that center around mental health, is quite a big subject. And I think me, myself and Irene, if it was made now, it would have a big backlash, maybe. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, definitely. I mean, like what you just said was, yeah, well said. I mean, have you have you considered doing like a TED Talk? Funny you said that, actually. Yeah, I've actually got one booked for summer. It's about <laughs> black holes and string theory and the possibility <laughs> of the multiverse. In, I'm joking. No, I haven't. <laughs> no, seriously. No, I know. In all jokes aside, seriously. Like, you know what? It was good. Um but yeah, me and myself and Irene, I, I, I wish I could tell you about the movie and tell you about whether or not it's funny, you know, um, but I can't. So <laughs> folks, you're going to have to go out and watch it and let, or if you have seen it, you're going to have to let us know mm-hmm. what the movie is like. So if you have seen it, please do get in touch with us. Hit us up at the Flicksters on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. You know it. Just do mm-hmm. it. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Okay, now let's move on to our film this week. So Deval's kind of mentioned this previously before. This is Sonic the Hedgehog. And listen, again, I used to play this game on the Sega Mega Drive. It, it, it was, it's the game that you got with the Sega Mega Drive. That was their launch title. It was like oh, when you yeah. got, <laughs> yeah, it was the Sonic the Hedgehog with the Sega Mega Drive, you know, 16-bit graphics and that joypad. 16-bit. 16-bit <laughs> graphics. I know, oh man. And it was this lovable furry little thing that could run like, you know, as fast as like, you know, the flash basically and collecting Mm -hmm. rings and, you know, we had yet to do kind of yet to complete all these different challenges. And then by the end of it, there was Dr. Robotnik that you'd have to try and fight and beat and do all sorts of stuff. So it was a brilliant, addictive game, like a classic, like, you know, it's one of those games, which people, when you think back on, you think, oh yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. And then there was Sonic 2, Tails, and there was like other versions as well. And loads, loads of shit, loads of kind of like uh, stuff. So I remember last year, Deval kind of mentioned on the show, yep, Jim Carrey is going to be on board to play Dr. Robotnik. And we were like laughing about how the hell were they going to do this? Like, how is Jim Carrey going to play Dr. Robotnik? Well, folks, in 2020, the movie has arrived. Deval went out and watched it. And Devaldo, please let us know what the movie's about and especially what you thought of it. Yes. So yeah, I literally saw this film uh, last night to quickly run to the cinema in, in true Sonic style and uh, and watch it. And it's funny, as you mentioned, uh, the description of back in the day and comic books and stuff like that, The Flash, there's actually a bit in this film where Sonic in his room is gathering his comic books and guess what comic book he's got? Ah, The Flash. The wow. Flash, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so it's funny. But yeah, this film, yeah, stars Jim Carrey, and he is literally the, I guess, star of the film uh, as 
as Dr. Robotnik. And yeah, I mean, this this is a true, uh, I guess, computer game depiction of a film as good as well as they can, you know, because all these uh, computer game depictions, you can't you can't copy and paste the game onto real life sort of film. You got, it's got to have its own kind of flavor, which I think this film does. Uh, so, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is played by Ben Schwartz. Uh, ben Schwartz, I think this. I've not really seen much of his work, but no. he was in Parks and Recreation. He was in House of Lies. Oh, uh, yes, he I was know in, who you're talking about. Uh, what else was he in? He's, he's voiced some characters in BoJack Horseman. Right. So he's yeah, I think he's been around the block, but. Yeah, he does a good job as Sonic. Uh, Tika Sumter is also in the film as right. uh, James Marsden's uh, wife. Tika Sumter was in Ride Along, Ride Along 2. Uh, and she's been in a uh, mixed-ish TV show, uh, The Old Man and the Gun. She's been in that. And obviously right. James Marsden, who uh, we talked about earlier as playing Cyclops in X-Men. He's actually aged really well because X-Men came out 20 years ago. And he looks he very looks similar. Exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, he looks very similar. So he's, he's actually aged quite well, actually. So yeah, good on yeah. him. But uh, yeah, so he plays sort of the sort of main guy. He's a cop in a small town. Yeah, he wants to, you know, he wants to expand and go to a big city. So he wants to do that. And uh, he stumbles across Sonic. Sonic has come from another planet. Uh, he's lost. And uh, he wants to go back to that planet. He, he loses the ability to travel to that planet. And the sort of main bulk of the film is Sonic and uh, James Marsden's character trying to gain the ability for Sonic to now travel to the other planet. Uh, right. But Dr. Robotnik, uh, uh, Jim Carrey's character, is a sort of master technologist. Uh, he's a sort of a sort of bad guy he thinks for himself he he's arrogant he's way too clever uh he's the most clever person in the world but an arrogant sort of dickhead version so he's always creating these technology sort of things to help him get you know get to what he wants to do he does have a whole fleet of uh, these drones that reminded me very much of of uh what's his name oh my gosh in spider-man 2 uh Mysterio's Mysterio's drones yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so his drones look like those drones so I guess they were Tony Stark's drones really but yeah they, he's, uh, <laughs> Dr. Robotnik has a whole fleet of those drones to do his work and hunt down Sonic the Hedgehog but uh, yeah so it's it's quite a fun film nothing really serious or bad happens it's, it's a kids film it's PG no blood no swearing uh, Sonic is very pleasant, very funny. He's very much like a kid. And the stupid thing is, like, <sighs> how, what? What? when people see him, it's one of those ones where they just don't really question what is this thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, I'll there's get a you. scene in the bar where uh, James Marsden and Sonic are in a bar, like a biker's bar, and the way Sonic gets away with it is he puts on glasses and that stops people thinking what is this thing and James Martin says oh this is my friend he's got a bit of a condition that's why his skin's like that and uh, that's it it's it's accepted (laughs) (laughs) it's accepted yeah it's like people just got amnesia I don't know what's going on but yeah it's a kids film I guess so I shouldn't really think too deep into it 
Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's fun. You know, they go around and Sonic, uh, he's got these powers where he can, you know, run around like the Flash. So in this film, there's a couple of scenes uh, that they literally took out of X-Men. So X-Men, Days of Future Past wow. and X-Men okay. Apocalypse. You know when the Flash has those scenes where everything gets slowed down? Yes. Because yeah, we're yeah, seeing yeah. it from the Flash's perspective. So there's a couple of scenes where Sonic is able to do that. Literally oh, just okay. exactly like the like Quicksilver. That's what yeah, I meant, sorry, yeah, Quicksilver, yeah. yeah. So just like Quicksilver. And there's that, you know, there's the music is slow and a bit sort of country. So they, they literally copied and pasted those scenes. And in those scenes, Sonic the Hedgehog is like, you know, like doing things. So in a, in the pub fight, the bar fight, he's literally making people's hands hit certain people. He's <laughs> he's walking, he's running through, having a drink. He's, you know, drawing on people's faces as he's running through in slow motion. He's doing all these things. And then when it goes to normal time, everything goes, you know, crazy. And then they're right, okay. Right. They run out and it's fine. But there's a couple of scenes where that happens, where it's like basically Sonic is literally too fast. Oh, and if he's, okay. if he's that fast, no one should have a chance, but obviously they do have a chance. But uh, but yeah, it's, 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 it's an enjoyable film. Uh, Jim Carrey literally doesn't act like the uh, Robotnik; he acts like Jim Carrey. Okay, so he's out out like, you know out there basically. Yeah, he's like the mask. He's like the mask, but Jim but in Robotnik's clothing. Mm. And uh, yeah, I mean James Marsden is like you know your happy go lucky guy, you know willing to help and stuff like that. The whole theme of the film is about friendship and finding friends and stuff like that. That's what Sonic really wants because he's he's alone on Earth. He's yeah. been on Earth for a while. Uh, he can't get back, and then when he can finally get back, he loses the ability. But then he, f- he finds a friend, and yeah, it's, it's a bit of a warm film. You know, nothing too major happens, and it's just yeah, Sonic. I mean, it's quite an easy when Sonic actually you know gets his powers and he's able to kick Robotnik's ass. He does it, and you know Robotnik gets sent to this other planet. I know I'm spoiling it, but I know you're not going to see it, so it's all right. <laughs> and then. <laughs> <laughs> but what I mean, what, so what about the whole kind of um, what you know? Like there was this whole big controversy back in earlier on last year about the actual Sonic the Hedgehog, the design of him. I mean, how, how yeah. does it actually look on screen? He looks fine, and also they fixed the design. So with the feedback of the fans saying that the design was a bit, you know, goofy, they fixed it. That's why <laughs> it was released now. It was meant to be released in November. So right. they, they they took time, they, they listened to the fans, they thanked the fans for their feedback. They fixed it, fixed his teeth, fixed his fur, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah he looks like he should have looked really. So the looks is fine. The sound and the voice uh, of Sonic is fine. Uh, the way his powers are, you know, it's fine again. It's, it's not the greatest film, but it's a fun film for kids. It's coming out in the UK when kids are on half term oh, so kids can go out and watch it with the families and all that and uh, it's not it's not a, it's not a shit film but i wouldn't bother seeing it again and uh yeah i just i just thought let me see this film as a sonic the hedgehog something that i've experienced when from when i was a kid let me yeah. see how this film looks on screen so it was okay then got to the end everyone wins happily happily ever after and there's, there's a bit of a post-credit scene where you see like uh somebody teleport to earth Oh. And I'm guessing, I'm guessing you you know who it Tails. is, isn't it? 
Yes, Tail shows up. Tail shows oh. up. And he's like, ooh, by my calculations, Sonic should be over here. And then, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then he goes flying off with his tails and that's the end of the film. So, yeah, is Tails he? is going to be in part two. Yeah. Oh, right. So what is this? Like, I mean, like in your, do you think this is going to do like well enough for there to be a sequel? I think it will. I think it should definitely maybe double the budget or something right. at least, you know. Yeah. Sonic is a, Sonic is a well-known brand sure. that alone will get bums on seats and it's a kid's film. So if a parent wants to go and take the kids, that's like three tickets, two tickets at least, or three, if you've got two kids, you've got to buy another ticket. So it's about, it's it's about gonna, 30, 40 quid. Exactly. So it's going to guarantee a slightly higher uh, you know, box office than if it was maybe a, you know, PG-13 or 12 or whatever it might be. I don't know, but uh, turn up to 15. Uh, so, True. yeah. 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 So it's, it's, it's an okay. I'll probably give it, a, oh, I don't know, six out of 10, maybe. <laughs> I, I almost heard a five there. Yeah. I was going to say five, but I mean, I've got to think outside the box and think not for what I want, but what is a sure, good film sure. in general. And I think as a good film in general, they've done okay in, you know, depicting Sonic the Hedgehog, which has always been a kid's game. You know, it's not really been one of yeah. those serious games. So yeah, six and, out and, of 10. And do you think, do you think the older people, like people like myself who played the game, mm. do you reckon they will, there's going to be stuff in there, which they'll, they, they'll like yeah, and they'll enjoy. The things that you're going to remember, that, that, that even the rings that he collects, the sound. Sonic is there. The, he's he's he gets these red shoes in the film, which is okay. exactly what's in the game. Is there yeah. certain uh, aspects of like the names of the places? Is there uh, little things he does is in the game? It's there as well. So there are little little Easter eggs that you'll appreciate, but it's not enough to really say, yeah, adults are really going to love it. They're not going to love it. Right. Okay. I would say adults are not going to love it, but they'll appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they'll appreciate. <laughs> they'll be like, oh, okay. okay, oh. I- Sort of a trip thing, down know? memory lane yeah kind of thing okay yeah alright all right, folks well listen go out and get your shoes on and go to the cinema and watch it and take your kids uh, by the sound of it but um, yeah so that's our film review this week and obviously we'll have some new movies for you coming out next week um, Divado do we have time for yeah, uh, sure. one more all right. Okay. So I want to speak about this movie and I've been dying to speak Whoa. about this movie for a, for a little while actually Hello? No, I'm saying hello as in like, hello, you're, you've are you been dying to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, th- I made this kind of resolution where I was like, okay, I've got to try and watch. I want to start to watch kind of like movies not in the English language, okay? And oh, I remember... last week. Oh. Yes. Uh, yeah, I've been saying this. I've been telling other people, come on, we, you know, we've got to expand our film knowledge. So, um, and and remember, so uh, 1917 came out, right? And we know that this is a World War movie and we know that Sam Mendes directed it and it was made to look like as if it was all shot in one take. And, you know, that's the whole kind of people are going, oh my God, you know what? It's amazing. You know, the cinematography and everything, which it is. Don't, don't get me mm. wrong. The cinematography of 1970 is amazing, but it wasn't shot in one take. So, this movie like came up on my radar this movie called victoria made in 2015 and directed by a guy uh, called sebastian shipper and it's a german movie and i'll just tell you like from the onset this movie is was filmed all in one oh my take. gosh i've just seen that yeah oh my gosh and 
I'm not joking, Devaldo. So, so you look at 1917 and you think, well, this is amazing. How do they do that? And you know what? It's, it's you know, it's, uh, you know, edge, edge of your seat stuff. So I watched this movie. This movie is about two, it's over two hours long. So it's about two hours and 15 minutes long, right? So you're thinking, oh my God, that's kind of, you know, that's quite a long movie for like, you know, a film not in the English language. There's, that's a lot for you to kind of take in. But, I promise you, when you watch this movie, if you watch this movie, the time is just going to fly by. So let me break this movie down for you. The director filmed three takes. So this movie was filmed on the 27th of April in 2014 uh, between the between 4.30 in the morning until 7 o'clock and there were like three takes. And he, the first take he said was shit. He didn't like it. The second take he got very angry with and it was the third take which had the energy, the fire, the passion and that was the take that they eventually went with. This movie could not get shown in film uh, festivals because people didn't believe the film director that it was shot in one take. People were like, no, we don't, we, we do not believe, you know, that this was shot in one take. And he was like, listen, I look, look, this was made in one take. So this is kind of like a bit of backstory behind the movie. So the film follows a Spanish, I think she's like a, a student and she's living in, she's been living in Berlin for three months. She works in a coffee store and the film opens with her in a nightclub and you see her dancing and, you know, the scene is set that the music's kind of like, you know, blaring and you've got a you know, brilliant cinematography and, and you basically, you're following, uh, Victoria on, on what she's doing. She's taking a drink and the next thing you know, she gets bored and she kind of leaves the, the nightclub and she's walking down the streets of Berlin. All right. And, you know, immediately you're just basically engrossed in the story. And then she bumps into, uh, you know, a group of lads and they're, they're pissed and, you know, they're joking around and they're like, Hey, like, what's your name and where are you from? And they start kind of talking and she, you know, gets befriend, befriended by a guy called, uh, I think his name is Son. His, in the movie, his name is Son. So they get talking and, you know, they, you know, they're joking around, they're playing around and, you know, they start building up this chemistry. And um, whilst I was watching the movie, I'm thinking, oh, this is turning into like a, like going to be like a love story, like a, like a romantic movie. And there's kind of movies like... Um, uh, Richard Linklater's uh, Before Sunset uh, and After Sunset that you know that movie where you just meet someone you start talking to that person and before you know it you find yourself falling in love with that person so it kind of had that kind of vibe to it really really brilliantly shot by the way this movie follows is following the camera is following these people as they go into shops as they go into Ooh. houses as they go onto rooftops as they go you know into nightclubs all these different things as they go into cars all these things are taking place and you're like oh my gosh i can't believe they are doing this without stopping the movie all in one take and you know, so, so you kind of like start buying into this relationship between Victoria and, you know, this group of guys. And, um, you know, you think it's going to be a love story and uh, things start to kind of turn. Well, when I was watching the movie, I thought, oh, gosh, something bad's going to happen, right? Something bad is, this feels like as if something bad is happening. The music's changing, you know, the way that the, the, the close-ups are going on and the way that you're just waiting for something bad to happen. Ooh. And, um, 
the less I say about, you know, what happens next, the better, okay. because you need to just kind of go out and just watch and find out exactly what happens. But put it this way, there's a crime element, something, you know, there's a, there's a crime involved and, and Victoria gets sucked into this thing that these boys, these guys uh, are involved with. And you are taken on a journey, which is like heart pounding, which is pulsating, which is just edge of your seat. And I mean, I liken it to something like 1917 where, you know, you remember 1917 when you're following those two characters and you're like, oh my God, what's going to happen yeah. next? What's happening around yeah. the corner? And this movie, it just, the tension just, it just kind of ratchets it up so much. And you're led, you're led on this journey, Devaldo, and I can't believe it, right? That they, they had the balls to make this movie because they're filming inside cars. They're filming inside, like you know, in these in 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 lifts, in elevators, Ooh. and on stage. That must have been so difficult. Forget oh, just the man. acting as well. Technically, to move the the equipment, to make sure the lighting hits where it needs to hit, make sure the sound levels, and make and, sure obviously like people on the street, or I don't know if it's closed set or not, but to make sure all the technicalities are are perfect as well. That in itself well, yeah. is a that's an achievement. It, it is exactly and and there were no close sets and and from when i started reading uh kind of like around around the making of the movie the script was 12 pages long and the scenes what? all the dialogue was all was was mostly improvised so the director gave the actors beats they were like okay so we want you to take the character to this point and this beat and this beat and this beat and by the end of the movie we want this to happen but generally oh my gosh man it's a it's a tour de force of filmmaking and i implore you listeners out there go watch it and go see how they made this movie uh, it's called victoria it's brilliantly directed the cinematography in there is amazing the way that you follow these characters and what they get up to within those two hours is incredible and by the end of the movie i was like oh my god man i was just like holy shit i can't believe i've just spent the the, the two hours watching this and it was filmed just all in this one take so please do yourself a favor, go out and watch it. I think you can get it on on um, Google Play for like two dot two dollars or two two pounds or something. Just just download it, watch it because it's definitely worth it. It's called Victoria from 2015, and it's our hidden gem of the week. Mm, that sounds like a really good one. That sounds like a film I need to watch, actually. Thanks for that. Do it. Do it. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, folks, um, that's about all we've got time for this week. So, uh, keep it locked. Keep it real. Uh, get in touch with us with your, with, you know, with your with, with your suggestions and, you know, with movies that you want us to have a look at or movies that you think that we should be watching. We would love to hear from you. And um, we appreciate your continued support. So, uh, see you later. Peace out. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flixsters podcast.